0: Chapter Twelve Third Address of Godliness. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Godliness by Catherine Booth. Chapter Fourteen Addresses on Holiness. Third Address. What a deal there is of going to meetings and getting blessed and then going away and living just the same until sometimes we, who are constantly engaged in trying to bring people nearer to God, go away so discouraged that our hearts are almost broken. We feel that people go back again from the place where we have led them, instead of stepping up to the place to which god is calling them they come and come and we are as the prophet says unto them a very pleasant instrument or a very unpleasant one as the case may be and so they go away and do not get anything they do not make any definite advance We have not communicated unto them any spiritual gift. They merely have their feelings stirred, and consequently they live the next week exactly as they lived the last, and go down under the temptation just as they did before. Would you dream for a moment from reading the New Testament that this is the kind of thing God intended in his provisions of grace and salvation? Is there not a definite end in every promise, exhortation, and command? God is most definite in his requirements and promises, and in the provision which he has made. And yet many of the Lord's people are perpetually and persistently indefinite. They go to and fro like a door on its hinges, and never get anything from the Lord. We want you absolutely to get something from the Lord, and we are quite sure you may and will if you comply with the condition." the Lord is ready to give you that particular measure of grace, strength, and salvation which you need. Now that you have come up to the threshold of the goodly land, there is only one thing that can keep you out, provided you have made the consecration. Of course, if you are holding anything back, then you can never come in until you give that up if you are cleaving to some doubtful thing and don't give god the benefit of the doubt you can never come in but if you see this and make the necessary consecration if you really desire this blessing There is only one thing which can possibly keep you out of its enjoyment, and that is unbelief. It will be said of you in years to come, as it was said of some in olden times. They entered not in because of unbelief. You have come right up to the threshold, and some of you have been there many a time, Oh, what gracious influences you have been the subject of. You have seen through the veil. You have felt his hand. You have had your feet on the threshold. You have been almost in, and then you have drawn back through unbelief. Shall it be so again tonight? God forbid. Will you step over, will you venture, will you trust, will you leap onto his faithfulness, will you spring into the arms of omnipotent love and trust him with the consequences? Never mind if you do die or something happens to you that never happened to anyone else in the world's history. God will take care of you. Never mind if the devil does come round and consider you as he did Job and afflict you with boils and put you on the dunghill. You will be happier there with Jesus than in a palace without him. Oh, this caring for consequences! The devil knows the grand possibilities open to many of you. He knows not only what you might receive and enjoy in yourselves, but what you might accomplish for God if you would only come in and possess this blessing. And so he frightens you with the consequences. He knows what you might do, and whom you might be instrumental in saving. Who knows how many of these precious ones that cluster round you, you might be instrumental in leading on to this higher platform, this glorious vantage ground of Christian experience, and through them, how many more, and how in this way, THE GLORIOUS BLESSING WOULD SPREAD. REMEMBER ALSO THAT EVERY TIME YOU COME NEAR AND GO BACK, THERE IS LESS PROBABILITY THAT YOU WILL EVER COME IN AT ALL. AND THE NEARER YOU COME AND GO BACK, THE LESS PROBABILITY THERE IS THAT YOU WILL EVER COME AS NEAR AGAIN. YOU ARE GRIEVING THE SPIRIT. There are some people who have been coming near for years, and now they have gone back altogether, and I am afraid they will never come up again. What will you do? The law of the kingdom, from beginning to end, is, according to your faith, be it unto you. And what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and ye shall have them eternal truth has uttered it ye shall have them now then will you have you let go all are your skirts free are you leaving all behind you are you resolved from tonight to cut from the past and no more make any provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts, but that you will bid the things that are behind a final adieu. Close your eyes on them, and fix your eyes on the mark of the prize of your high calling, and press on every succeeding hour of your life until you reach it. Will you? If you will, God will give you this blessing. He waits for you to do it. He is here. The Holy Ghost is here. He is leading many of you up. He is beseeching you. He is seconding what I am saying in your hearts. He is saying— Come, beloved, come into the banqueting house. He wants to bless you and fill you with his spirit. Now then, will you come? O Lord, help you not to draw back, but to press on, press on, press on, never minding the consequences. End of chapter 12, third address.